It's time for a new evolution in raising golfers, one that doesn't involve headaches, tears, or heading down the path of unknown. Whether you're trying to introduce children to the game of golf, help them play competitively, or play at a collegiate level, you're in the right place. This show is for any parent, player, or coach who wants to build a better team at home and on the golf course. This is the Raising Golfers Podcast. Hello everyone, I hope you're having a great week. It's certainly starting to get a little bit cold here in the northern hemisphere of the world, but that shouldn't be any excuse for us to stop practicing and playing golf, should it? And especially after hearing today's story, I think you're going to completely change your mindset about your practice and your look at the game of golf. Golf is a game of privilege, but that shouldn't stop anyone from trying to take up the game. Today's guest, Shrez Yadav, is from a very rural village in India. People used to comment on me that, oh, oh, young boy, you are wasting your time here. You should study more and search for a job. Why are you playing this sport? This sport has no future in India. You will be, you will be crying after five, six years because there is no opportunity in this. So I used to say that, no, I, I just like this game and I just want to practice. Once again, started practicing with a higher amount of positive spirit or positive thoughts in my mind. The closest golf facility to his house is 30 miles away, and to get there on foot would be something you just don't do on a daily basis. He was introduced to the game of golf from his dad at age 16, and since then he practices twice a day by walking over a mile each way to hit golf balls in an animal grazing field. He has groomed his game based on passion, drive, and a positive mindset, and even wrote a book to help people stay positive in life. Today he shares his story of overcoming hurdles and turning what most would see as negatives into positives. I know I'm looking forward to this conversation and I know that you're really gonna enjoy hearing his story. All right, Shreyas, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Travis. It's nice to be here. Yes, I'm excited for this conversation today, and it's because I think you have a very interesting story in the game of golf. So if you could start by just sharing with me where it is that you are from and describe in detail what golf is like in India as well. Um, so basically, Travis, I'm from India, and I live in a village named Telikhera, which is situated in the central part of the India, basically. Okay. The conditions of weather, if we talk about, is mostly moderate climate is here. In July and August, there is a bit of high amount of rainfall. Otherwise, the temperature is normal. And I don't have any golf course basically to practice. So, I practice a nearby grazing field where cattle, you know, grazes. So, it's a very big ground in area and basically very barren kind of field no such big grasses or all so i practiced there and the village where i lives is around 1500 people lives in this village and most of them are uh, basically workers of class c and class d and this is a pretty pretty good village with 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 lot of natural beauty but uh, along with this there is lot of development is required in this area well so it sounds like 
where you're from is it's actually quite a small village in <laughs> India. In, yeah, yeah. In perspective. Yes. Right. And so the terrain is quite flat where you live. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, basically very flat terrain and not so much, you know, ups and downs. Pretty plain area. I'm very curious, and I'm sure some of the listeners listeners are as well, mm-hmm. is I know that people do play golf in India, mm-hmm. but what is the sport like in India currently? Um, the Look, if we talk about golf, so golf is developing in a pretty nice manner. It's developing day to day, mostly in the developed cities of the country, like the metro cities we can call them which which are very much developed and have a very high standard of living in those regions the golf is developing at a very higher pace whereas if we talk about the interior part of india the game is still not in touch to lot of people so in interior part of india the game is still not much accessible and popular mm. among the people but in uh, I would say developed cities, the game is very much popular and is growing in a very fast rate. I mean, for the game of golf, that's great to hear. Yeah. And so coming from your story, so you're from a village that is in central India. It's yeah. a very small village. There's yeah. no access to golf courses. Yeah. Who introduced the game of golf to you? Actually, my dad used to play golf uh, during his younger days he used to play and he used to play with mizuno mp33 irons then yeah then he got a job so he stopped playing and i was around 16 years old when i when he introduced me towards this game so he taught me the basic techniques like gripping the club and some pitching chipping all these shots he taught when did he get introduced to the game of golf? How long uh, ago did he start playing golf? There was a golf course near this village. It was, uh, I would say, established by the Britishers. And in that golf course, he used to work as a caddy. And from there, he started playing golf. And he played on some nice tournaments. Oh, wow. Then he, yeah, then due to some, uh, you know, financial issues and all, he left this game and pursued a job. So, this this was his journey towards golf. And how long ago was that? It was around, I would say, 19, 1983 or 85. Oh, wow. So, he was familiar with the game of golf very early on yeah. and the development of golf in India. Yes, yes. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. And you started playing golf when you were 16 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was 16 years old, at that time, I I started practicing. Did you find it interesting at the start? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Basically, I am an introvert. So, and this is an individual sport. So, I felt very, I would say this game felt very interesting to me. And basically, we have to spend time alone only uh, in this grazing field. So, I I really like this game and especially when we have to focus on a particular target to hit the shots on that particular target only. So I, I really like this game in first attempt only. When your dad started introducing the game to you, how long did it take for you to start to feel like you were improving 
or actually getting good at the game of golf because golf is not an easy sport. <laughs> yeah, true. So it took me around 1.5 years or one year to, you know, get a better swing. Till one year, I have no idea how to, you know, hit good shots and all. Till one year, I was just building my rhythm and gradually my swing started to develop after one year or so. And was your dad helping you along the way for that whole first year of golf? Not much. Whenever he gets time, he used to, but not regularly, okay. I would say. So you were just practicing by yourself? Yeah. Okay. So if you're from a village that doesn't have access to a golf course now, mm-hmm. where were you practicing? I am practicing right now in the, uh, I would say, around 1.5 kilometers away. Uh, that grazing field only so you're only going to a grazing field to practice yes yes only that grazing field every morning and every evening and sometimes afternoon too and how do you get there i get there by walking so you walk one and a half kilometers to a field that does it's not even a golf facility it's just a field does it have grass in it see the the condition of grass is good during rain rainfall as the land gets moisturized and the grass started to come till November. The grass is the grass is there. After November, the grass started to degrade again, and gradually, when New Year arrives or when January arrives, the ground completely doesn't have any kind of grass, so it becomes barren. Can you still practice during that time? Yeah, I practice in barren field also whenever there is no grass. And mostly uh, in a year, we get grass for two months or three months only. Nine months, I have to practice without grass. Wow, that's amazing. And yeah. I'm sure it, on a positive note, it probably teaches you how to strike the golf ball better. Because yeah. when you're playing on that type of terrain, mm-hmm. to be able to make good contact with the golf ball is more difficult. So it probably really teaches you to improve the ball striking. Yeah, it definitely. And I, I I played on few golf courses, so there I I felt very easy to hit the shots from rough and from fairways because I I do practice in this tough tough lies. So this teaches me how to you know hit the ball from the bad lies also. Right. Well, geez, if you hit the fairway, you must feel really happy about that. Yeah. I really love the, you know, whenever I I go to any golf course, last time I played in a golf course last year, so when I went there, I saw the greens and fairways, I felt pretty good that, wow, so much greenery out there, and, you know, it, it just make me feel great. Uh, golf course right. is, like, very precious gem to me. Right. No, I can, I can imagine that. <laughs> and when you're practicing, so you hit the balls into the barren field. W- do you go pick up the balls after or, or, or what do you do? Uh, see, I have around 50 balls and I hit 50 balls. Then I go and pick the balls. Then I have to sometimes search the ball also if the ball goes into any kind of bush or right. any hole. So I have to search for that ball and then I comes back again. Again, I hit. So in this process, I hit around 10 times, 50 balls, 10 times a particular day. You mentioned that the last time you played golf was last year. What was that experience like? Uh, 
it felt great uh, you know uh, whenever i when i whenever i uh, i stand on the tee so basically people say that try to shape the ball from this tree so it will come into the fairway or try to you know target that line so that the ball will be in the fairway it's easier for you so what i used to do is i just target the center of the fairway and i just hit the ball with an easy swing and my ball easily reaches into the center of the fairway and the people who were telling me the lines they says wow you just didn't do a, you just didn't you know curve the ball or anything like that you just hit a straight shot it's very easy for you so i felt that i practice in a area which is very much open so basically i try to hit my shot as much as as much as straight as i can so it helped me while playing that's on the no, golf that's course that's very interesting but if you're practicing in an open field how do you know how far you're hitting the golf ball with different clubs so that when you get the actual chance to go on the golf course you know which club to select and how to control the distance see what i do is i basically count the yardages with my feet so i put the target on a particular distance which i calculate with my feet and basically that distance and the distance in the golf course nearly matches but not accurate nearly approximately it's equal okay so that's i guess that's you know that's would be what they did a long time ago and actually before we had mm. rangefinders and other ways to measure distances and uh, i guess you'd be surprised how accurate that actually could be huh yeah not my uh, i would say sometimes that distance is perfectly accurate and sometimes there is a little bit you know uh, the difference between right. both the distances so in golf short games extremely important mm. how are you practicing your short game see my short game is not that much good because i don't have any access to greens and all so basically i used to practice my putting on the floor of my house and regarding regarding chipping and pitching so i do it in that grazing field only right okay so that's very interesting yeah in the field are you able to simulate some kind of sand or bunker shot because you're hitting off a lot of dirt can you make the dirt soft and and actually try to practice those types of shots in the field no that's not possible because the dirt uh, consists small small pebbles and some kind of hard material which you know makes it little harder and it also damages the club surface or two so do you have a lot of golf clubs if if the clubs get damaged can you replace them easily no i see when i started playing golf that time i had mizuno mp33 and pitching wedge 9 iron 8 iron were broken after 2 years oh no then yeah then in 2018 i guess uh, one of my friends have supported me with a new set of irons so with those irons i am still practicing and i am glad that till now no club is broken of those new irons that's great so, yeah yeah but scratches are there on the club surface lot of deep scratches are there but till now no club is broken since 2018 with your situation mm -hmm. have you considered moving temporarily to a place that's closer to a golf facility or maybe doing something like what your dad did which was caddy for a golf facility see um, basically a nearby golf course is around 
I would say 30 kilometers away and that's a par 3 golf course and the members are not so much there that as a caddy we can do a lot of income and can support our livelihood and if we try to move to a new destination or to a new big city so the expenses will be pretty much higher and when when the expenses are pretty much higher so they they sometimes makes the mind little you know uh, tensed or may divert the mind from golf to other sources of income so that we can bear that expenses so it's tough for me to move to a new place or a new city right now and on my own to you know pursue this thing into a golf course as the green fees is also very high how much does it cost to play golf in india and if you could maybe convert it to something like dollars or pounds maybe yeah see in a uh, the course the par 3 course which is around 30 kilometers away from my home the green fees is around 10 dollars okay and when we look at the metro city's golf course the green fees sometimes exist around 100 dollars or 90 dollars wow yeah that's very expensive see the green fees is, is expensive but they provide the service that is also very good the golf course condition is awesome i would say in in the developed cities the golf courses are very good going back to your practice mm-hmm. how else have you learned the game of golf do you have a golf coach or did you just carry on from what your dad taught you and self-teach yourself see when when he taught me or when he introduced me towards this game so then i started watching golf tournaments too on tv like the masters us open the open championship bmw a lot of i used to watch every week every single tournament on tv there i picked three or four players rory mcelroy and vijay singh tiger woods and tom watson so basically and yes and luke luke donald so these five players i picked and i try to copy their swing i try to visualize their swings in my mind and i try to swing like them during my practice session so gradually with visualizing their swing and techniques from the tournaments on tv my swing started to you know developed in a pretty good way and whenever i used to go to the practice area so i you i you i still feels as if i am roy mcelroy or i am vijay singh or i am tiger woods or i am tom watson and i'm practicing for the masters i am practicing for the open championship i am practicing for bmw or us open and i am on the range of the golf course and now i have to swing the way i was swinging on TV so in that way I uh, developed my swing well that's amazing do you read any golf books or magazines or golf tips or anything that also helps develop your your swing to where it is today I had a magazine Uh, I don't know when I read it I guess when I was learning this game that time I read that magazine it's just been watching golf on TV and you've just tried to stimulate those five guys golf swings that's pretty much it yes so when you're practicing, do you spend most of your time on the full swing or do you also try to work on distances with 100 yards or less than 100 yards? 
to control some of the wedge game and some of those important areas as well? See, whenever I go to practice, so I start with pitching, then I start to hit 80 yard shots, then I start to hit 100, 120, then full shot of pitching wedge, then half shot of 9-iron, then full shot of 9-iron, then half shot of 8-iron, then half shot of uh, then full shot of eight iron. So in in this way, I hit every club's half shot, three quarter, then full shot. So distance control practice is there. And do you go all the way up to the driver as well? Yeah, yeah. I love to hit my driver, and basically, I enjoy hitting it straight most of the time. Sometimes the shot, you know, miss hit can cause a little bit of fade or draw. But mostly I hit it straight. Straight. Okay. So you don't try to actually, you don't try to have a ball flight like a draw or a fade? Yeah. See, uh, I I don't practice short shaping much right now because there is issues in some, some kind of techniques for which I am still searching. I'm not good at short shaping completely right now. Okay. And can you flight the ball? Yeah. Can you hit the ball high and low? Yeah. 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 Uh, easily. I can do that. Wow, that's amazing. So what is your plan to be able to practice more at a golf facility and be able to play on a golf course more often? See, my plan is to play at a golf facility or a golf course. Is Basically, if any kind of, you know, assistance I can get so I can practice more and I can focus more on my short game, I can try my best to develop my short game also in a pretty good way and also i can you know develop my game in a much greater way if i get uh, the amount of resources right so how are you going to be able to get to a golf facility and play more golf what do you have to do there are two options for me right now number one option is that from this grazing field only i can qualify as a professional in a qualifying school tournament okay and from there i can start earning money by playing professional tournaments and then i can spend or invest those uh, th that amount of money on golf facilities and the other option is the second option is that i have to find any other source of income from where i can earn money without disturbing my golf routine and then I can use that into the form of playing into a golf course or uh, getting access to golf facility. Or the third option, which is not in my control, that is the option of any kind of assistance or support from outside, which can make me accessible enough to uh, get the facility of golf course or something like that. Maybe I can leave this place geez i certainly believe in you and i think you can do it obviously it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort to get there that's for sure Yeah, a lot of hard work is required what are you currently shooting for 18 holes when you do get the opportunity to play on the golf course see my rounds mostly comes under 80s wow and under 80 yeah under 80 wow and Basically, whenever I go to a golf course, so my main target is to hit the fairway and hit the ball from fairway as close as possible to the pin. 
So right. basically, I attack the pin most most of the time and try to spin my ball as much as possible towards the pin only. So my score comes under 80 most of the time and my worst score is around uh, I would say 89 or 88 something like that that was my worst score what's your best score my best score was minus one which I played in a nearby golf course I would say it was in another state wow so minus one I mean that's yeah incredible that you're able to do that with your conditions with practice and limitations sure. for you know not even be able to play golf that often and in that minus one score i defeated a professional it was a very close game between both of us and on the 17th 17th hole i made a birdie and 18th i parred and he finished level par i finished minus one in that wow that's a great story i love that that's absolutely <laughs> amazing that's great yeah i will share the scorecard with you of that match Perfect. Yeah. And I'll put that in the show notes for sure. That's great. I love that. That's great. What you've done with the game of golf is you've stripped it back to its simplest level, which is basically you have a golf ball and you need to get from Mm -hmm. A to B and that's pretty much it. And you've done that to be able to simplify your thoughts and enable you to be able to score well in the game of golf when you're not even able to have access to a golf course or facility that often throughout the year. So well done there. And I think a lot of people can take a lot away from just how simple the mindset is to once you get on the golf course and how that's helped Mm -hmm. you have success and be able to lower your scores. So well done, Shreyas. That's great. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's awesome. You sound like a very positive guy, but I can imagine not having access to the golf course is very frustrating. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's times where you have times of highs and you have times of lows where you're just thinking about, geez, I wish I was at the golf course. I I Uh wish I had access. I'd like to be there every day. You know, how do you control your emotions and how do you stay positive through this journey? See, when I was 17 years old, so I used to think about this that, oh man, I have nothing. I don't have any golf course. I don't have good clubs to practice. Am I wasting my time here? And smashing these golf balls. So I started to get into depression. But uh, I then started meditation meditation techniques. And gradually my inner thoughts started to come in my mind. That no, whether I have golf course or not. Whether I have accessibility to resources or not. It's my work to do my best here in this grazing field. I just have to make myself hit good shots here whatever god has planned for me it will happen so then i once again started practicing with a higher amount of positive spirit or positive thoughts in my mind and then people used to comment on me that oh oh young boy you are wasting your time here you should study more and search for a job why are you playing this sport this sport has no future in india you will be you will be crying after five six years because there is no opportunity in this so i used to say that no i i just like this game and i just want to practice and play well i want to play in great golf courses and win tournaments so then i made a thought in my mind that whatever thing i am having right now it's good for me 
and I have to utilize this empty space to make myself hit good shots and make a pretty good swing which can help me play better whenever I will play into a golf course. At least I will not shoot over 100. At least I will not hit shanks or hooks. At least my shot will be in place. Whatever happens on green, I don't care. My responsibility is to do my practice with full dedication in this grazing field. And if I do practice with my full dedication, definitely this practice will give me advantage in the golf course in the form of good shots. Whatever will happen on the green, that's not my fault because I I can do anything if I do five putts or six putts on green because that's not in my control because I don't have any kind of practice for it. But whatever things I practiced, I am confident that this thing will never let me down. Right, that's amazing. So in this way, I turned these limited resources into a you know a, a kind of uh, golf course only for me this is a imaginary golf course for me whenever i go to practice i never think nowadays that this is a barren land i feel as if this is a golf course of any golf country where there are no not much water uh, but the space is good the winds are winds are blowing nicely and it's a good environment and I'm preparing for a big tournament in upcoming future. I, I think that's absolutely amazing that you were able to turn a negative into a positive. And, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to change your mindset into that positive probably actually helped your golf performance as well. Was that right? Yeah, it helps in, you know, performing in a better way whenever I place in a golf course so whenever there is a narrow kind of fairway i never look at the tough or the i would say difficulties i never look towards the high trees or water hazard or out of bounds i just look at the fairway and i just tells myself that i just have to knock the ball into the fairway that's my first objective that's great and are your parents supportive of this journey yeah, they are supportive, but they also say that pay attention to education also so that I can get a job. If in future I am not uh, a success, uh, I would say if in future I will not get successful in golf, then I must have a job to, you know, live a good life. So they focus on education also very much. No, that's good. So that I have two options if uh, if in golf I will not be successful so I can get success in the field of job or work and what are you studying right now I'm studying economics and computer application in economics I made a new concept I would say I developed a new concept which can help lower income group people of our nation and of other countries also wow that's great yeah my professors says that it's a it's a nice uh, i would say con concept which can be implemented easily on people and it will also help them to keep their themselves happy while working as it promotes the income through hobbies and the things people likes that's great you know getting back to your story about going 
from a negative mm-hmm. to a positive. I know you also mm-hmm. wrote a book as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the book and where did the idea come from? I published a book named Triangle of Life. See, last year I gave three podcasts on mental health. There was a person who was in depression. I cured his depression. He started feeling very good. His life started to change. So he suggested me that, you know, your thoughts are so good and it helped me very much. Why don't you write them down together and then we can publish a book? So that time I didn't pay attention because writing is not my cup of tea and I never read a novel or anything like that. Uh, then he he invited me to few mental, mental health podcasts where I shared my philosophies, my ideas. So people from all over the world watched it and they, they you know, they liked my thoughts, my ideas. So then I got this thought that, wow, this person was correct. I should write a book. So during the lockdown, the, the period of lockdown, I was completely free as I cannot go to practice also. So then I thought that I should utilize this time in writing down my thoughts and my positive ideas. And let's publish a book. So within one month, I wrote everything down. And then on Amazon, my book is published now. And people are loving that book. And I'm happy that in a certain way, I can share my positivity with others and probably it can help someone who is lost in life or who is experiencing any kind of negativity in life. That book may help anyone who is having negatives in his life right now. Wow. It's crazy that you were able to do that and be able to put together a book. And, you know, your major isn't even in psychology or mental health. It's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Could you share some part of the book with us as far as like maybe a story that's in the book or something that you uh, that you would say really helped you have a more positive mindset that you shared in the book with other people? I would like to share a few analogies with you or examples which I used in my book. So the first one is related to golf only that this life is like a golf uh, like a game of golf. Because when we stand or when we play in a golf course, we see that there are a lot of 18 holes are there. Similarly, in life, we have 18 different kind of challenges. It could be in the form of emotion. It could be in the form of physical. It could be in the form of financial. It could be in the form of social. So if we have 18 challenges in golf course, we have similar kind of challenges and our lives also so whenever we have to play a particular hole in a golf course we have to plan that i will hit this club from this place then i will reach closer to the green and then i can target the pin and i can you know achieve my target similarly in life also we have to plan how we have to move towards our aim and how we have to overcome the difficulties which are coming in our way in golf course we have 14 a set of 14 clubs here we have a set of principles and values which we can use to accomplish our aim 
and to remove the difficulties of our way and can easily achieve our goal. Wow. So that's a great analogy there from, you know, that helps people that have issues with just general mental health issues, but also yeah. bring it back to the game of golf. Part of the mental game for golf is mm-hmm. is obviously very is a very important part of the game of golf. But people who struggle with the mental side of golf, that analogy could also help them as well. Yeah, true. And another analogy I can share with you is there are two kind of people in this world. First one are like the helicopters and the second ones are like an aeroplane. So if we talk about the ones who are like helicopters, they are mostly the ones who only thinks about themselves or the progress or development of their own life or their family's life or their friends only. So their thinking is limited to the success of themselves or the people closer to them. As a result, with this type of thinking, they are not able to achieve much higher goals, but can achieve small goals just similar to a helicopter, which flies into air, but can't go much higher and cannot cover much distance as compared to an aeroplane. Whereas the second type of people are the ones who are ready to take everyone who joins them towards their goal and their goal is not self related to self or family or friend centered their goal is society centered and it's a goal in which they help all others along with them to achieve a a kind of goal which can help the whole society and which can help others also in getting success so such people can have a longer lasting success than the ones who are like helicopter. Now the reason I thought second type of people are like an aeroplane because they think about lot of other people takes them towards success just like an aeroplane which takes hundreds of people into a very high in the air and covers a long successful journey. An aeroplane requires a long runway and after running on it, it flies into the air and moves at a much higher speed towards the destination. Similarly, the ones who who have a mindset of carrying large number of people towards a particular goal, a goal of humanity. So they have to struggle initially, but when they are in the sky, nobody can stop them and they can easily accomplish the aim or achieve the goal along with changing the lives of other people also who are moving with them who are in the i would say participate uh, participation towards their aims or goals i love that i think that was a great analogy i mean i'm an airplane buff anyways so i really enjoy anything that's related to airplanes but that analogy and how it relates to life was so good. I mean, how did you even come up with that? Did you come up with this while you were meditating or hitting yeah. balls in the on the field? I mean, how did you even come up with these thoughts and ideas? See, while meditation, while medit, while meditating, also I get these thoughts, and sometimes whenever I comes back home from college, so I mostly go to college by walking only. It's four kilometers, so I. I get pretty much time to think and sometimes I get these thoughts while coming back to home from college. So whenever I'm free, I think about these different different things which are present around me and then I correlate them with golf or with life and I just write it down. 
I love that. Along with this, my book deals with three elements of positivity. Uh, that's why I call this a life triangle or triangle of life. The three main elements of positivity here I highlighted are number one is humanity, our positive work or positive karmas, and the third element I included here is uh, I would say our positive thinking now how we can activate these three things the these three elements to create our triangle of life which can make us live a meaningful life and a, a and a i would say a successful life is by working on few things which i mentioned in the book if we practice those things or if we start to learn things from the creatures present around, from a small insect to a large aeroplane, from a sport of golf to a sport of football. Every, every, every single thing which is present around us teaches us something. It's our, you know, vision which can take uh, any meaningful thing from the things present around us. So there are different, different things I mentioned here in this book which can teach us how to build and activate our triangle of life that's great and if people listening wanted to find out more about your book or purchase your book where could they do that see i i made a few cover changes on my book right now so near about one or two weeks uh, those changes were be completed so after two weeks the book will be available on amazon for purchase again it's available on Amazon right now, but it's under review now as I made few changes of the book's cover. When when the changes get finalized, the book will be available once again for purchasing. Perfect. I'll share that in the show notes as well. Yeah. And if people want to follow your journey and just see what you're doing with your golf game, uh-huh. what would be the best place on social media that they could follow you? So they can follow me on my Instagram account. That's Shreyas underscore golf. There they can follow me. Perfect. So what are your ultimate goals and dreams in the game of golf? See, my first goal is to qualify in the professional circuit. Then from there, my aim is to reach to the European Tour and win some prestigious events there like the Abu Dhabi or DP Tour Championship or BMW Championship, Open de France. From there, I want to win majors, especially Masters and the Open Championship. They, they too are my favorites. And along with this, I want to develop this game and make this accessible to all kind of people who are not as much as financially stronger they can also access this game. I have few plans and policies for the development of this game also, which I can share after I finalize them so that it can help a lot of people to play this game and, and enjoy every single moment of this beautiful game. That's great. I, I, I love that. I think you have great goals and I'm sure if you keep your mind to it, and you keep working hard like you are, I'm sure you'll reach them. What would be some words of inspiration for aspiring golfers from rural locations similar similar to yours 
where they may not have access to practice facilities or be able to play golf on a regular basis? See, I would just like to tell them that if you are interested in playing this this beautiful sport or want to make career in this, so just stick to it and consider this as your ultimate responsibility or as a duty which you have to do with full dedication, full hard work, without getting affected yourself with whatever happening around you. Focus on the techniques or whatever uh, you know, whatever things you like you you like to do in this game, and just make yourself so much mentally strong that those hazards or dif- out of bounds. Or any kind of difficult holes cannot disturb the mind. If in golf your mind is not disturbed, you can play a very good round. But when our mind gets disturbed, even if we have everything, we can end up at nothing. But if our mind is strong, even if even if we if we are if we don't have anything, we can achieve something. So we have to keep our minds stronger and positive and try to you know dedicate more and more ourselves with full honesty towards this game and just keep uh, keep uh, i would say trusting on our techniques and just keep playing well Shrez, I I love your story I love the hard work that you put in and the mindset you have towards the game of golf Thank you. I think you've already achieved so much just beyond the results of the game of golf and what you've been able to do and the hard work that you've been able to put in and the scores that even you've been able to produce with the limited amount of exposure of course play that you've had is just absolutely amazing. Yes. I wish you the best of luck. I know you'll keep working hard. Thank you so much. I look forward to following your journey and and I hope that we can touch base again sometime in the future and hear what you're up to sure. and what you're doing in the process of trying to reach all your goals. Before concluding, can I can I thank few people of course. Uh, who are helping me? Um, I would like to thank basically my friends who are supporting me in my golf game uh, mark dave jeff and joy these four people helping me very much in this game of golf they are supporting very much thankful to them i'm thankful to my teachers mr k raman mr pramod shivas mr taylor b mr nilesh pandey these are few teachers which are helping me in the in my education field also and also sometimes their advices help me very much in the game of golf too basically in, uh, i am thankful to all the people who are listening this podcast because you know if they are if they feels good with this podcast so i am thankful to them also for listening this podcast and i am thankful to all the all the people who came in my life who played a role in my progress so thank you to everyone and i'm thankful to god also who is helping me and keeping myself positive in these circumstances that's awesome well said there and thank you for coming on and sharing your story with all of us myself and the listeners of this podcast and i'm sure that your story will inspire a lot of people 
and help a lot of people who might be in similar situations to yours get through and persevere and achieve the goals and continue to have a positive and happy life. So Shrez, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Travis. It was great talking with you related to golf. Thanks for inviting me here. Thank you so much. Oh man, what a humbling story that was. I mean, just listening to what Shreyas has done has motivated me to want to work harder, make less excuses, and be very happy with what I already have. For him to be able to stay motivated and practice in an animal grazing field day in and day out, focused on his end goal, is something that is truly amazing to me. My big takeaways were to stay positive and make the best of what you have. If you live in a place that has snow, practice and play indoors. No golf course around? Practice and play in a park or in a field. Don't have a car to get somewhere? Ride a bike or walk. Do whatever you have to do to achieve your goals, and I'm confident you will take one step closer to reaching them. I really enjoyed today's conversation. I hope there was a lot that you took away from today, and I look forward to hearing the feedback that you have from today's episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast and the information you got from this episode, do us a favor and continue to support us by hitting that subscribe button and giving us a five-star review. Your continued support will help us continue to grow and be able to interview some of the most experienced parents, coaches, and players in the golf industry to help you continue to raise your golfer to their full potential.